0: Dunedin multi Council on Air comes to you 6pm Tuesdays here on OR 105.4 FM and 1575 AM. Join Lux, Valerie and their special guests to hear the latest from the Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council and celebrate unity through diversity. DMEC on Air, 6pm Tuesdays, with podcasts available anytime from oar.org.nz, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts.
1: Kia ora, and welcome to the World Culture Segment produced by the Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council. I am Niranjan Ramesh. I'm going to be your host for today. And today we're going to be um, interviewing a really interesting person, a good friend of mine, Ranesha. Uh, So the focus of today's show is going to be um, about um, getting to know um, the culture of different people who are being interviewed on this program and today we have Ranisha who's like I said is my very good friend of mine. Um, I'm gonna let her introduce herself uh, to kind of tell us uh, who she is, where she is from and what is she doing and what brings her to Dunedin. So welcome to the show Ranisha. Could you please introduce yourself?
0: well uh, thank you so much um naranjan one thing that i would like to point out is that you mentioned that i my friendship was questionable before the show so i'm just gonna let it out there for the people that that <laughs> is really nice on the show but offshore he roasts me every single day <laughs> okay let me introduce myself Um, Yes, my name is Ranisha Shivagani-Chan. Nobody can spell my middle name right or pronounce it correctly, so I don't use it. Um, But I hail from the beautiful islands of Fiji. Um, I came to New Zealand, well, I migrated here when I was um, 13 years old, so back in 2014. You can kind of calculate my age um, from that. But I came to New Zealand, I guess my parents came here to um, give us better opportunities, um, expose us to more um, education facilities and resources and stuff like that. So I've been stuck here since 2014, made a couple of trips back to Fiji, um, but I haven't been in touch since 2016. So I'm quite quite in New Zealand kind of a situation. Um, But what brought me to Dunedin, um, that's a very interesting question, is I think the idea of um, becoming independent. And I think this is quite commonly shared with the student body, you know, um, especially if we come from from an ethnic background or from a um, cultural background where upbringing family is quite rooted to who you are it can become hard to grow as a person and that's something that I identified um, so I was like maybe maybe let's go to Dunedin take a three-year study there and then see how things go um, and I think it has worked quite well in my favor because I realized a couple of things that I probably wouldn't have living with my parents so yeah.
1: Oh, it's amazing It's a, it's an amazing insight into um your life um up until this point um yeah. the first thing i would like to pick on is the fact that you are from fiji yeah. uh, um so fiji for the first time when i heard about fiji i always thought fiji i know fiji existed yeah. uh, but i always thought uh, fiji had their own language fijian i didn't really know about the indian diaspora which is there or mm-hmm. the ethnic community that lives there uh, mm-hmm. When I came here, uh, I met my first Fijian friend. I haven't met a Fijian person in my life until I moved to New Zealand. Unfortunately for me, they're really, yeah. really cool people. Um, yeah. So when I first came in, like um, I, I met a person, like, "Where are you from?" Like, "Oh, she's obviously Indian." It's like, no, "I'm from Fiji." It's like, "Oh, really? Okay, so you, can you speak Fijian?" It's like, "What are you on about? We speak Hindi." <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, we speak Fijian Hindi. It's just a different version of Hindi, but it's Hindi. Yep. So I'm like, oh, I was does. I, what I learned today moment for me that day. Um, yeah. So, you know, like to, to kind of have uh, an immigrant community there, which has been rooted for generations yeah. and they speak Hindi, which is a widely spoken language in India.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so tell us, tell us about uh, the Fijian culture, the language, and uh, just a bit about for someone who, like me, yeah. um, where kind of genuinely where to learn about uh, what, are, what are some fun facts and exciting things about Fiji uh, that you would like to tell us.
0: Yep. So Fiji, firstly, um, like I said, I you know I was there till I was thirteen, so I attended school there. And the school um in Fiji is is basically like you being exposed to three different cultures at the same time. Because you would be introduced to learning Itoke, which is the native language um and then there's um which is also called fijian um and then there's fiji hindi normally just referred as hindi um we didn't know that it's fiji hindi until we came to other parts of the world and it's like oh it's fiji hindi is there other type of hindi kind of thing and then there's english so in school you'd be exposed to these three languages normally based on how you look or how um or what what family you come from you either um pick up Hindi for your later years of the primary school or stick to Fijian. So that's the, that's the kind of school culture there. But overall, as a country, I think Fiji is one of those places when you, when you land, you'll be greeted with um, millions or a thousand at least of um, beautiful smiles ready, ready to greet you, to welcome you. Um, as soon as you get out of the plane, the biggest thing you'll feel is a heater turned on into your face. So just be aware if you're going to Fiji, that's going to happen to you. So if you're someone who's, like, really cold and has lots of jackets on, take them off because you won't need them for, um, yeah. Fun facts, I think, you know, when I try to remember, the one thing that um, really stands out to me is um, how how different families, like, lived so close by to each other in the villages. So it's literally on any occasion, let's say – Diwali comes by so my Itoki friends would come up for some sweets Um, and it's expected of them so we'd have like parcels ready for them and then when Christmas happens we we kind of like exchange goodies amongst like our, our neighbors and if something happens in my household it is it is almost expected that the next next door's knows what, what's going on. So it's kind of hard. So even though you're living in your own nuclear family, there's the sense of joint family going on in your village. So that's the that's the whole, I'd say that's the fun part about being, you know, so if you know now you're a naughty kid and you're about to get a hiding, just go to the next doors.
1: <laughs> it's, it's amazing though, because it's, it's almost like makes me, when you were talking about it, I was kind of thinking, this is pretty much what happens in India. So it's almost yeah. like, it's like a satellite office of um india and um, <laughs> in terms of the culture and the community yeah. and everything you say um, you say you kind of like brushed on that topic about how you go out and um, to your friends place to have the sweets on their special occasions and they come yeah. over uh, and yeah. one thing i can gather from that is the fact that when always family comes together uh, yeah. families come together and there is always food that's kind yeah. of centered towards everything like people tend to gravitate towards the food and yeah. and we always you know um, there's there's much less emphasis on the alcohol in our culture and mm-hmm. more emphasis on the food itself and so yeah. how would you describe um, uh, the Fijian cuisine uh, and mm-hmm. also what is your favorite food?
0: Mm, I think if I start with the Fij- Fijian cuisine it's it's quite a contrast of each other um like you said you know we 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 technically are a descendant from the um, Indian or Bharat, I would say. And then because of that, we bring in a lot of um, Indian cuisine with us to um, Fiji. So a lot of curries, um, you know, roti, hard that's rice it's like a main main source of food for us that's what we consume daily and if we don't have that it's like we didn't have food (laughs) bread is not a thing for us you know um but on the other side when you look at the um Fijian food it's very um seafood based and there's a lot of emphasis on like um I guess ground cooking where you use um earth as an oven so you dig up a hole in the um, earth, more of like hangi, if you've had hangi ever in New Zealand. So that's the concept of lovo. That's what we call in Fiji. So it's quite contrasting um, of each other, the two different cuisines. Uh, my favorite Fijian dish would be um, vakalolo. So it's a mixture of um, cassava. Ginger, um, and coconut. So mashed up all together and then combined with sugar, um, steamed over time, overnight. Um, and it's like different for different families. Some people add a little bit of their Indian, um, culture to it and put like, you know, um, Elaichi, Lawang and those kind of things, but others, they don't. So, um, my favorite, my favorite, um, I'd say because I'm a, I have a sweet tooth and I love my sweet stuff. So Wakalola would be my favorite, um, favorite dish from the Fijian side but when it comes to um, the Indian side I really really enjoy pisum. so my mom I makes a the, good
1: paisam. yeah
0: my mom makes the best pisum uh, that I have tasted um, so
1: pisum for I'm um, just uh, sorry to interrupt yeah Pisum yes. for um, people our viewers who don't know what it is it's uh, in Hindi they call it kir yeah, or it's basically it's a, it's basically a very sweet pudding which is much more uh, uh, liquidy uh, yep. than uh, than what is served here. So that's yep. what paisum is, and I will let Renisha explain more about the special paisum of her um, heart.
0: Um, I wouldn't share the recipe of my mum's pieceme just because it's close to my heart and it's just for my household. And so, you, if you want yours, you go make yours. I'm not
1: sharing the recipe. <laughs> oh, you, you can let us know what the what the uh, what is it is, a, is it a rice pieceme or is it wasn't it was not
0: the rice pieceme? I don't know what it's called, um, but it's called sabudana.
1: Ah, okay, sago, sago.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we use that, and so, so it's like a tiny. It looks like boba, but very small boba. So
1: it's 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 from sago. It's like a tuber, yeah. just like um, and just like your cassava. Yeah, and it's been dried and made into those little translucent beads. Which, yeah. when you boil it, goes very soft. Yeah, um, so we call it sago uh, in English. Um, yeah. So that's yeah. what you call sabudana in um, in in our in- culture as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, sabudana. Is pr- so that's a uh, you, you like your sabudana pie then? something?
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And you know the ghee and um, a lot of milk in there. It's just it just makes your day. And normally when we fast on Diwali um we break our fast with that and then we start consuming or some of our kids who like to try to train themselves to fast they would have pisom throughout the whole day <laughs> thinking that they're fasting so they won't eat anything salty but they would eat um the pysim so those are the two things that you know i really really enjoy um so yeah yeah um yeah Did i don't know
1: no you did you did so we established that paisam sabudana paisam is a favorite dish and obviously it's a real calorie i mean you wouldn't you can't eat too much paisam obviously i would assume um because it's kind of loaded with calories i mean of course you would um uh, but it's also <laughs> kind of understand the science behind um you breaking a fast with a paisam because you make up for those calorie deficit through the day yeah. by having something which is delicious and packed with a lot of calories um, they will yep. kind of bring you up to speed for the day yeah that's amazing um obviously um food is something and food makes you feel at home and of course the best place you want to be at home is to be at your own home mm-hmm. but what are the other places in fiji that kind of makes you uh it's a favorite place to visit or makes you feel at peace or um mm-hmm. add an element with yourself like what would you say is a place that would feel like make you feel like that
0: mm. So before I say that, um, Fiji is distributed in two big islands or two main islands. One's called the, uh, the Viti Levu, where both of my parents come from, and one's the Vanua Levu. Um, for Vanua Levu, I wouldn't know, even though Dangamodia um, is something that I've heard. It's, it's another very beautiful tale of a girl, you know, um, passing away, and her tears turn into this um, beautiful flower. So that's the tale. Um, and I would say for a lot of people, than um, Within Vanuwa-Lebu, it would be um, going in visiting the Tangi place, and it's only one season during the whole year when it's active. Um, but for because I'm from Viti Levu and I haven't been personally to Vanualebu, um, two big cities that stand out for you for me is Suva, where my mom's from, and it is also the capital um, of the of the country, as well as um, Rekireki. Serikiriki so is in the western side of the Levu, and that's where my dad is from. So because Suva is like your day-to-day lifestyle, just like Dunedin is for us, um, But when I want to find peace, I think I really like to go to my dad's side of the um, place. It's more of like countryside. Um, My granddad used to own a farm there, you know, have his own um, animals, plantations and all those kind of things. So that really always brought peace to me. My dad was a sugarcane farmer himself um, when he was in Fiji. So just being in the mountains and it's surrounded by beautiful mountains where my dad is from, beautiful lakes, beautiful seas. Um, So... And, you know, I kind of like replica that, and I have it in my room. I always draw this um, unconsciously. It's just my interpretation of, um, you know, my dad's island, little little mountains, a lot of sea, um, nice blue skies. Um, so, yeah, so that's my comfort place. I think for a lot of people who visit um, Fiji, they would like to go to this kind of areas. And that's why our hotels in the western side or seaside are quite famous
1: That's amazing because um, it's, uh, what to say, like anywhere that you would like to be at peace is something which is, um, you know, for me, I would say it's the beach, which is close. I've always grown up next to a beach and I can kind of relate when you say uh, the mountains and the beach kind of puts you at um, peace. I can completely relate to that. Um, So what would you say is one thing uh, for an outsider uh, visiting? uh, What what would you say that uh, an outsider would consider unique with respect Mm. to the culture and also the places you see?
0: Mm, I think a lot of people, and again, this is to do with the history of Fijian Indians coming from India. I think a lot of people still struggle to grasp the understanding of um Fijians also being Fijian Indians that have um, migrated from, um, you know, in, in our constitution, in the Fijian constitution, it mentions that all of us are Fijians. Um, but then there's Itoke who are native or indigenous to the land. And then there's Fijian Indians who are descendant of Girmit, um, and the indentured labor system that was brought to Fiji. Um, so a lot of people, I think this is what is unique about us. And at the same time, a lot of us, um, are struggling with this in terms of identity battle um so if for some outsider normally um you know like you said if you look at me you'll be like which part of india are you from um but originally um my parents generation and the generation before them have lived in Fiji, so we don't really know or are not that rooted with the culture in india rather the pacific or the islander culture that we are used to you know so i think that will be something unique for a lot of people
1: that's that's beautiful um so what what advice would you give for uh, someone who's visiting your place
0: um firstly um it's not always the beautiful beaches and <laughs> the um seas that you see on pictures you know um there's There's quite a drastic difference. I mean there are um pictures and uh, um a lot of um i guess places to visit. But uh, at the same time, um, yeah, so it's not always all about the features that you see, you know, on the holiday impact that you're receiving. There's more to feature in terms of the – in terms of the realistic um, ways of people living. When you go to Suva, the capital, um, on one side, you will see these big buildings, you know, selling shoes and everything, $100 perfumes or whatever. And on the very other side of that same road you will see this market full of people who are just trying to sell food for 50 cents or $1 to get their daily earnings. So you see this huge contrast of city life, but then also... um, conjoined with it comes with the poverty. So that is something that I would like people to be aware of that while it is all about it, it's Fiji is about it's beautiful beaches and it's known to be the paradise of the Pacific. There's a lot of um, other things that I would unpack and just be mindful of that. So, yeah. And uh, um, one thing that's kind of um, like unique to us is the a, a tipping culture. We don't have that there. So, it would be expected for you to bargain. So, there's no like, oh, you're really nice. I'm going to give you extra. It's always like, it's 50 cents. Give it, for, give it to me for 25 cents. I want it for 25
1: cents. Oh, so, so, it's the age old five- <laughs> bargaining system. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, w- what I'm going to do is, I'm just going to take you, um, the Fijian you, and put you in New Zealand. Okay. Um, so when you moved to new zealand like how different is it um when how different was it i would rather say you're going to be close to eight years now in, in this country yeah um, so um so how how different was it moving from uh well growing up a significant part of your life in fiji and then moving to new zealand like how did you adjust to it like how different was the culture and what was your experiences um through your initial days in new zealand
0: um, I think anyone who knows me personally knows the fact that I struggle with bullying in high school um, and that was because of uh, me not being able to um, speak um, English properly because English would is my third language um, sometimes it can like be third to fourth language depending on how or what situations I've been exposed to so i fluently speak Fiji Hindi followed by Hindi and then I speak English but most sometimes um, it like ties with my Fijian so it's um, language is something that I struggled with so much when I came here also just the culture shock in Fiji and I think with a lot of islander cultures or with a lot of Asian cultures you have a lot tremendous amount of respect for your teachers and you um very rarely speak against them or to them that there's something different going on in your life blah 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 and when I came to New Zealand I guess I was in class one day and uh, we went to PE so like physical education we went to our gym and by accident um, one of my peers like kicked the ball to the teacher's head I freaked out that what the punishment is going to be but the But the teacher was so chilled about it. And, you know, um, here you at times um, talk to people by their um, first name or refer them by their surname. In Fiji, it was always Sir or Madam. You don't, you don't, you know, you don't use their name. It's just disrespectful. So for me to just grasp my way around that um, and try to be humble at the same time was really, really hard. Um, The food culture, again, you know, in Fiji, it's always about Getting up in the morning, cooking, and then coming to school, but here it's always I'll just buy lunch kind of a situation, yeah, so those are the things that um kind of like gave me a sense of shock when I came here um and then again, like I said, you know, I experienced bullying because I couldn't say the word eyebrow. Um, it's eyebrows. Now I've learned it the hard way, but I used to call it eyebrows, and I used to get teased about that. A lot of people, whenever I asked what's wrong, they would just say, "Oh, you don't know. Sh- uh, you know, you don't know anything." So that kind of a thing. So yeah, it's 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 been quite a culture shock, to be honest. It's, with
1: me. It is. A, it's a, it's a, it's quite a what to say. It's a it's a revelation. Of sorts, isn't it? When you come yeah. to kind of move and leave your comfort zone. But um, what what I think you should be proud of is the fact that you've kind of managed to navigate through it and and, and to to get to where you are. And um, knowing you personally, uh, you also do quite a bit of community initiatives with Shakti and uh, do a yeah. bit of uni crew volunteering. I think uh, you've kind of well, I, I would say, you know, done something which is uh, amazing, more um, yep. um, kind of embracing. A culture which is essentially your third language, uh, and to kind of fit yourself into it, find your identity in the, in there, and do your bit for the community by giving it back is something which is amazing. Um, what 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 a, what um, to say um, as a, as a Fijian? Uh, what what kind of even though when you are in New Zealand, what makes you feel more Fijian than ever? Like we want we want to finish this show on a very uh, a happy note, where uh, you know, like sometimes the feeling of home is the most comforting feeling ever. Yeah. Um so what what things which you see here yeah. make you um think of home yeah. and makes you feel happy at heart.
0: Yeah. I think um at the very beginning I talked about um the fact that you engage with your neighbors it's like a community kind of vibe. Um but here, it's not, you know, you're pretty much on your own, no matter. I, I've heard, I've seen people who know each other for 20 years, but still they don't talk to each other. They've been neighbors, you know, that kind of thing. So that really makes me proud of the fact that we know our community. We know the people that we belong to. We know how important it is to maintain relationship. And we not only know that, but also make an effort to maintain those relationships by giving, by receiving, by opening space. So I think that's something that has always inspired me to, at heart, continue being the Fijian. Um, and a lot of the times, you know, you would see as um, Fijian also adapting to each other's culture so well. Like, you know, we have different, totally contrasting um, cultures in Fiji one is of Indian descent and one also is of Itoki descent but the way that they live in the country it's something so fascinating because you wouldn't you wouldn't differentiate between the both when you're in the country but when you go outside they're like oh suddenly you're Indian you're not um indigenous Fijian blah 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 those conversations so just knowing that when you are together standing as people um there's a lot more unity there's a lot more um connectingness to your own culture so i think that overall makes me really really proud of the fact that i am um i'm a Fijian at heart
1: lovely that's beautiful i think it's uh, beautifully put i think we're kind of coming towards the end of our show today but it's been yeah. it's been amazing to kind of it's almost like i felt like i was in fiji myself um so um uh, what i would say is thank you for sharing Your amazing story, uh, what makes you uh, feel good and what's the – it's almost like a window to Fiji for the people who are listening to this show, I'm pretty sure. Um, So is there anything else you would want to add, like anything else? If I were to travel to Fiji today, what should be the top tip for me?
0: Buy a lot of water.
1: (laughs) A lot of water and take those jackets off. (laughs) Yes. Don't wear the jackets. (laughs) Lovely. So shed your jackets, bring a lot of water and have a lot of fun and have a lot of food. Um, So on that note, I would like to thank you so much, Renesha, for coming on the show and sharing your culture with us. Anything else you want to say in the last um, couple of seconds?
0: No, thank you for having me. Um, (laughs) This is a pleasure. Um, It's like you say, it's nostalgic to just think about a lot of things that you've been through. Um, And it just makes me want to probably go back on a couple of phones with my relatives and talk to them and back in the country. So thank you. Thank you for this
1: there you heard it viewers Um, so basically that's the end of the show at the world culture segment and as you would know I'm Naranjan and I'm not Lux so the normal services would resume from next week we would hope I hope you really enjoyed this um, um, little episode where you heard Ranisha talk about our Fijian culture I'm pretty sure we'll be back with another show with another amazing um, um, member of our community from the multi-ethnic community uh, to discuss about their culture until then it's goodbye from us thank you